There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you a diehard Saints football fan that likes to have fun? Then join the most fun Saints fan community, Saints Happy Hour. We'll ship you our booze bundle welcome kit today with four original Saints swag items not available in stores. You'll also get access to our live chat room where you can make new friends and talk Saints all day. Plus, get our daily podcast and be in the know on all Saints news as it happens. Go to saintshappyhour.com. That's saintshappyhour.com. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Daily. Today's podcast for Saints Happy Hour, the daily one. We are going to continue our training camp previews. Uh, Today's is running back. And the thing that is most interesting to me about running back is not so much the Camara. Will he stay healthy? Will they keep him? All that. We'll get to that. That's interesting. What's most interesting to me, Andrew, is uh, Latavius, as or as we like to call him on Saints Happy Hour, Latavius Murray. Uh, he really sort of, I felt like, gained Sean Payton's confidence during the year. And they leaned on him when Kamara was out against Chicago specifically and other games. And people actually were, in the playoff game, were like, why don't you run him more? So I think he's gained an amount of confidence from Sean Payton that maybe he didn't have going into last year. And I'm curious to think your thoughts on his usage for this year. I think it'll be ramped up. Um, You know, it's a double-edged sword because I feel like it's almost like he wasn't used enough. And Kamara to me was overused at a time where he was a injured and B, um, wasn't playing that well. So, like, yeah. if he's playing awesome and he's not injured, like, it stands the reason that Latavius Murray would play even less, right? So that's that's where I kind of – I agree with you now. There were the two games that he missed completely, and in those games, Sean Payton leaned on Latavius Murray entirely. And so – but beyond those two games – I never really felt like he got a shot. Now, there were some games, I think, where the Saints did lean on him a little bit more after those two games. I think before those two games, yeah. I mean, he was hardly playing at all. You know, And then once, once he kind of had those two big games when he started, afterwards, I think he started to see the ball more and he saw more playing time. But there were still long stretches where it was only Camara. And it's kind of a head-scratcher when you know there were long periods where he wasn't running the ball that well. He seemed very tentative. And... You know, I think Dave was kind of leading the charge, but I think a lot of Saints fans were saying, hey, give Latavius Murray the ball. Like, get him in there. Let him play more. And so, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I tend to think that if Kamara in a contract year is healthy and playing lights out, like, why why That's would Latavius true, yeah. Murray get more carries, you know? Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's an interesting dilemma. I just find it, I find it fascinating because, to me, you know, we talked about it uh, 
you weren't a huge fan of the signing. I was kind of, eh, you know, uh, and it, part of it was we didn't really like what we saw because he ran really upright and we were sad that Ingram left. We, I think it's, it's all of those things. But when you saw Murray, he's really good. And I think because the Saints offensive line, Andrew, is so good and they can blow these holes open, I think actually Murray's running style sort of fits in with it well in that he runs upright, but he hits that hole quick and he's going to get, like, if you block the play correct, he's going to hit the right hole and he's going to get you yards, you know, um, which you say, well, shouldn't any running back do that? Yes, but not every backup running back does it, right? So I'm really, uh, I'm really interested to see how he does because he's been good and he was a good, I would say, I would rate his signing for the Saints. I'd rate it like a B plus. Like a B plus. I mean, considering they moved on from Ingram, I don't know that they could have gotten anything better. No, and I mean, you remember that Chicago game? They didn't have Kamara, they didn't have Jared Cook, Cook. they didn't yeah. have Breeze. Bridgewater was starting, and they, I mean, they leaned on Latavius Murray. And I mean, look, the Saints played so well that day. I mean, everyone did that. I don't know that I would put it squarely on Latavius Murray, but he, I mean, they really rode him in that game yeah I mean, it really was like we're gonna hop on Latavius Murray's back and he's gonna carry our offense ball by himself and he did and so it's just kind of like well we know he can be the workhorse guy but I just think when it comes to like so I, I think that game really was suited to his strengths because it was downhill we're handing we're gonna pound Latavius Murray we're gonna let him do his thing but 27 are, carries, 119 yards. That's a that's a old school football there. Old school, yeah. But I, I just think when you're in a game where there's high substitution, high variability, tons of play calls, tons of audibles, like I I I just wonder if Sean Payton doesn't trust him in those scenarios, and that's why we're not seeing him as much because mm-hmm. the playbook is very expanded. It is very difficult. Sean Payton has to trust that you're multiple and that you understand all the assignments. And when Kamara is in, when he's banged up, like it just tells me that Sean Payton knows that regardless of the play call, he can trust Kamara because he's so smart. He knows the playbook inside and out. He's going to do what he needs to do. And like the fact that Murray is not playing as much, like it it hasn't been put out there and no one's really talking about it because like Murray is a, is a good citizen and he, he's not, He's not been a guy that's caused problems in the locker room, but you get a little bit of the, and he hasn't been injured. So like part of the CJ Spiller deal was he was hurt. But remember like this whole thing with Spiller not playing as much, like part of it was a playbook issue. And I just yeah. wonder if like, it's different when the game plan is you're our feature back and we're handing off to you every play. Like that's not as difficult as it is. Like you're an auxiliary player. You rotate in and out, you know, you're responsible. And, and like, if if like you're you can only be in on a certain number of plays because that's all I can trust you with, you know, then yeah. I can't I can't put you in there. And so I, well, I don't, I don't think like I don't know. I, don't know necess- I, I wonder about that. I don't necessarily wonder about that because he got he had one hundred and forty six rushes and thirty four catches. So that's a hundred. Yeah, how much of that usage came in two games? 
As sports begin to return, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. With UFC, NASCAR, Formula One, and the EPL in full swing, there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. Need more? BetOnline has simulated NFL Madden games, NBA 2K, and UFC happening every day for you to watch and wager on. As the MLB, NBA, and NFL near a return, BetOnline has future odds on everything you can imagine. Season win totals, division odds, and championship odds. Make sure to visit betonline.ag on your computer or mobile device to join now and receive your new welcome bonus. Well, it's mean he had the 27 carries, but but I mean 100 CJ Spiller though, if you remember with him, like the Saints had other injury issues at running back and still didn't play him. Like there was a gigantic red flag of like they're That's not true. playing fucking CJ Spiller. What is going on with Latavius Murray come to me the red flag for Murray would have been uh Camaro was hurt in Chicago and he had five carries then I'd be like what are I, you I just what think, are you doing? I just think last year made it clear that this isn't an Ingram and Camara thing anymore where you've got no. multiple <laughs> guys that you got to keep happy no nope. this is Camara is the back this is his team he's the starter and like Latavius we like you, and when Kamara goes down, <laughs> we, like we, we, tr- we trust you to come in, and we're going to lean on you, and you can do your thing, but you are the backup. And I just yeah. think we've never really seen that in the Sean Payton era because we've seen guys like Chris Ivory and Pierre Thomas, and we've seen our Reggie Bush or Darren Sproles, whatever. Like we, We've seen guys that are quote-unquote backups that are getting tons of reps. Yeah, it's clear, just, it's clear just, delineation. Which we've Clear. never seen. Like I, I, I don't. It, that that is not this. So do I like Latavius Murray? Yes, he proved me wrong. I, I agree with you. It's a good signing, but like, I just I don't think he's going to see snaps unless he'll see some snaps. But I'm just saying, like, he's going to get seven carries a game, three carries so, so, the next week. Final question. Know? Then we, then we get on to Camara uh, and the the rest of the running backs. Uh, over under 140 carries for Latavius Murray in 2020. I'm going to predict that. See, I mean, this is all completely dependent on Alvin Kamara's health. And he, like if, if Alvin Kamara, this is a weird year because if someone gets the Rona, they might, oh, be, yeah, the, they might have no symptoms, but they're going to be out for two weeks. Right. Yeah. So um, I, I, I would say. I would say over because of the weirdness of this season. But let's say if Alvin Kamara plays 16 games, then I think it's way under that. Yeah. Way the, under that. The Ro- as a as a admitted gambling degenerate, the Rona has affected my ability to bet on props with confidence in a way that is jarring. Like every time I look at these over under, like over under Camara, 850 yards, I'm like, Oh, way over. And then I'm like, Oh, the Rona. What if he misses two weeks? You know, like it, it it affects everything. Plus then you're like, are they going to have 16 games? So if you're a fellow, and if you're missing two weeks, like, are you going to miss the third, you know, cause then you're back at practice. Like you're out of quarantine, but are you in shape? Are you ready to go? You know, like you miss a third week, you know, those, those yeah. And like, well, and if you get the Rona, like, it does it hit you Are hard? You fine? Yeah, yeah, like we're think, oh, they're they're young, they're athletic. Uh, it's out. It's it means they're out two weeks. What if you're not? What if you? What if you get hit hard and you're out a month? 
you know, or you're out three, you're out, you're out three, they, they're, you're, you're, you're quarantined for two weeks, but they're like, you know what? He's still sick. So yeah, he's like, going to miss. Isn't Rudy Gobert? He said he's still feeling the effects, right? You know, he's, you're out three weeks and then you're like, they're like, well, he's fine, but he's back at practice and he's just not ready. Like, I think it, it throws everything into, into a, yeah. a barrel and it's chaos. But with Kamara, uh, you know, I think the I the more I try to figure out is he going to stay with the Saints is he going to go what are they going to do I change my mind daily because I think well they're not going to pay a running back and and they have so many other guys to pay that he's going to be gone and they're going to make a decision they're going to let him walk but then part of me is what you just said with Sean Payton like he has decided Kamara is his guy and he's a feature back that in a way that no other Saints running back has been. Maybe Sean Payton is emotionally attached to him and they're more likely to keep him. So I don't want to I want to ask the question to you this way. What is a season that Kamara could have where he puts the Saints in a bind and the Saints are like, we, we can't let him leave. It's just, he, he's too good. Like, we got to pay him. Like, and, and we have to pay him maybe more than we want, but he was just so amazing. Like, we have to, we have to pay him. Like, what's, a, what's, the, what's, the, what's that season look like in your mind where Kamara puts the Saints in a bind? I, I think it would have to be a McCaffrey-type year where he catches 80 balls, runs for over a thousand yards, you know, five yards per carry. I mean, you know, it would just have to be a Le'Veon Bell slash McCaffrey type year. It'd have to be like, like but they, two... even then, man, even then it drives the price up to the McCaffrey range. You know, yeah. it's, it's like, like the better he does, the more expensive he gets, which I think makes it less likely the saints would keep him. So I, I don't know. But I mean, like, I, I just I almost think like the best chance of him coming back is if he has a dog shit year. <laughs> yeah, but if he has a dog shit year, the Saints can't win. We, we've seen that. We saw that in 2019. They need him. They need they need Kamara to be awesome. I think if he has anything better than 2017, I agree with you. His price becomes outlandish, but. I just think, man, if he if he put up like a McCaffrey type year and like the Saints win the Super Bowl or something and he's the MVP or something, I think it puts the Saints in a bind. And the Saints, Andrew, for all their great personnel moves, they have shown they're not really as cold hearted as like the Patriots. Like the Saints and Sean Payton, he admits he has he has connections and bonds with these players and they you know, Zach Streif and different guys, they won't, there are certain guys, they don't let them leave. Like, I think there's a chance that they are emotionally connected to uh, uh, Kamara in a way that um, we think we're unexpected. And he gets, you know, four years, 50 million from the Saints. But um, final thought on the... That, that, uh, that's the that's the X factor for me on Kamara is just how much does to, does Sean Payton's, you know... Um, attachment to the player kind of swing this. Yeah, and that's the thing. You, you can't really know, but we know that Sean Payton went to a workout, saw him, always has loved him. That's why they traded up to get him. He leaned on him last year. Maybe he shouldn't have because he was hurt at the end of the year. So I, it's 
it's that's a factor that you have to factor in. But uh, Andrew, as far as um, the rest of the running backs, is there anyone else on the roster that intrigues you, um, or that you'll be watching in training camp? Um, oh my God, men, start taking notes. Because Manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. This is their third generation trimmer featuring advanced skin safe technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. The Manscaped engineering team obsesses over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. And they spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The water resistant technology allows you to shave in the shower too. Oh, one of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. You need to try this out yourself. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Once again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair. Your balls will thank you. Do stuff. Yeah, well, make- there, there's not many running backs. I mean, I, real quick, I mean, I, I would just say you've got at fullback, you've got Michael Burton and Ricky Ortiz. So that, that's a battle worth watching because those one of those two guys is in line to get maybe 10%, 15% of the snaps and, you know, mm-hmm. obviously special teams and that sort of thing. But the Saints carry a fullback on their roster. So I think Michael Burton's probably the the favorite to get that job. But Ricky Ortiz is a guy that played a little bit for them last year too. And then, you know, Jason Vonderlaan, he, he's a tight end, but he's a guy that played fullback for a game for them. So, you know, th- those three maybe battling for some snaps there and, and getting some special teams duty. Uh, but going back to backup running back, I mean, this really is a Camara and Murray show. You know, so those are the two guys. But, you know, let's not forget they had a Ty Montgomery. Dwayne mm-hmm. Washington is still on the team. And then they have Tony Jones, the UDFA. So those are the three guys that I think are probably battling for this third spot. And I would say that Tony Jones is by far the biggest long shot of all of them to make it. Um, I would say right now, Dwayne Washington's a guy that's been on the team two years in a row, and it has very little to do. I mean, while he's capable of carrying the football and doing a little bit there, um, and he's actually played a little bit of fullback for the Saints, so the Saints like that versatility. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's re- it's really his coverage ability. It's his special teams ability that have kept him on this team. And so, you know, Ty Montgomery has special teams ability as well. So I think those two, it's going to be interesting to see because I would say that on the field, Ty Montgomery offers you way more as a receiver, uh, as a runner in between the tackles. And so it, to me, Tom Montgomery of the two is probably the more appealing keep, but he's going to have to prove that he's at least 85% of Dwayne Washington on special teams. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think he can be, um, but that that's going to be one to watch uh, because I think number three running back, whereas I would say Dwayne well, Washington. That's the, that's the thing with Ty Montgomery though. Do you, do you think, do you think the saints will view him as, Hey, you're the third running back, or 
do they slot him in? Is he in the receiver bucket? Because that's where he's 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 had more success, right? So the the Saints, yeah. if they keep him, do they say, hey, no, 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 you're not fighting Dwayne Washington, you're fighting Traquan Smith or another receiver? Like that's the that's my that's my question with Ty Montgomery. I still is, think he's the running back. I think he's in the running back bucket, like Traverse Cadet, but I just think because he's multiple. I think Sean Payton is going to be inclined to say if he's healthy through training camp and he's had a good camp, Payton's going to be inclined to say, like, we got to find a way to keep this guy because I can put him in the slot and I can put him at running back. Like, if we have injuries, he's a multiple player. Yeah, I I think creative with how I use him. I I think think he's kind of a guy that when you're down, when you're when you're down to final cuts and it's like you've got a bubble of six players and you can only keep three or four. Like to me, Montgomery's a guy where Sean Payton looks at it and he says, I got to find a way to keep this guy because we, we, we could have injuries at four different positions, whether it's can... Deontay Harris as a kick returner or Alvin Kamara or uh, special teams or or a receiver. Yeah. And he's just like, I can having Ty Montgomery on the roster gives me protection at four different spots. That's why we got to keep this guy. And also, too. For cutdown week, you know, I think the Saints can look at it and say, hey, we can cut a Dwayne Washington or another player, right? And they can maybe get through waivers and it can be okay. But yeah. they'll know other teams and they'll say, you know what? Um, the Browns, they're really beat up at running back now. Or Kansas City, they're suddenly beat up at receiver. And you look at these teams and you know, Ty Montgomery is a veteran. He's proven that he can play. A team... Well, look at him as we claim Ty Montgomery. He can come in and be our third receiver for a month, our fourth or our third running back for a month, and we need yeah, a, we need a guy that that's dependable. Works. I think that argument works in favor of Dwayne Washington too. I mean, I, I'll just yeah. put it to you this way: Zach Zenner, he played for like four NFL teams. Last year. <laughs> you know? I forgot so about like Zach, Zach Zenner. Zenner can keep finding jobs he due does. to injury. I feel like Dwayne Washington and his special teams ability will get get him a job somewhere. So, but. I, I do think you're right in the sense that, you know, a lot of times when, when a guy is crushed because he doesn't make the team at final cuts yeah. in week one, you know, there, there's kind of like Nick Underhill come out and say like, hey, there's interest in bringing him back. And, you know, like Dwayne Washington might not be on the team for the first two weeks of the season. And then boom, they get an injury on special teams and week three, he's back covering kickoffs, you know. So well, there's going to be. I, I could see something like that. happen. I can tell you and I'm going to, you know, all this is predicated. Look. Do they have an NFL season? We think they will. I think training camp. I think they're going to have an NFL season some kind of way. I've said that I'm a hundred. I'm a hundred percent committed to that. Uh, make fun of me if they don't. Fine, I don't care. But training camp's going to be weird. They're already they've already canceled two games and that sort of thing. But I'm going to tell you, Andrew, and then we'll get we'll, we'll discuss this and then we'll get out of here for today. I really believe there is going to be blood in the Saints Twitter streets because this roster is so loaded. The Saints are going to cut at least three or four guys, maybe more, that are going to get claimed by other teams and are going to play. And a couple of them are going to play pretty decently. So we are, you know, normally you're fighting over a couple of guys all throughout camp of, oh, you can't cut him because if you cut him, he's gone. This year, it is going to be like the Super Bowl version of that. 
Like because this yeah. roster, it's a it's it's a function and the it's the downside of having a great roster. Like you got to cut guys that are at NFL quality, and I think it's going to be like nothing we've ever seen. The arguments and fun uh, come August. Yeah, I mean, what makes me nervous is just in that work. This is going off the rails from running backs a little bit, but what makes me nervous is you know now they're saying to reduce risk, they may only bring eighty or seventy five guys to camp, and so. You know, you just look at a guy like Tony Jones, like he's immediately someone that you probably wouldn't be. He'd probably yeah. be on in that list of first 15 guys cut, you know, if you're if you're going to bring 15 guys less to camp. But the thing the thing about it for me is like if you had looked at the very beginning of training camp, like would Marcus Colston have made the Saints based on how he looked at the mini camps? Like would he nope. have been? one of the 15 guys cut or like, I, I mean, just looking at this practically like shy Tuttle, is he one of the guys yeah. going into training camp that would have been maybe the first 10 or 15 guys cut because it's like, yeah, he's a long shot. And that, that's the point that that's, that's where I kind of lament this is you have these long shots where it's just like, you know, Pierre Thomas, like w- would he have yeah. been one of the first 10 or 15 guys cut because, because you draft a guy in the third round, and your assumption, what was that guy's name again? Um, Anthony something or? Uh, oh, the, run- who, who, Anthony, who the running back. Uh, Pittman. Anthony Pittman. Pitt- Anthony Pittman. Yeah. So like they get they get this running back that they draft in the third round. And traded traded is, up. Traded up to traded get him. Up. He was so first pick of the fourth round. They're going to keep him. And then they end up unloading him because Pierre Thomas, like they, they could no longer justify like, yeah. Hey, well, I know I drafted it, this guy in this third round, but clearly this UDFA is way better. Well, and here's another, here's another thing that stacks on top of that is not only do you, they're talking about shrinking the roster to 75, but remember absent of Corona, they have, you can't go two a days, right? You can't go two a days back to back and, and the practices are limited. So now you've cut to 75 guys and even the guys you keep that are kind of long shots, they don't get as many practice reps, right? Because your practices are shorter. You can't go two a days. So you don't get as long as a look at them. Begin to return, so, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. With UFC, NASCAR, Formula One, and the EPL in full swing, there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. Need more? BetOnline has simulated NFL Madden games, NBA 2K, and UFC happening every day for you to watch and wager on. As the MLB, NBA, and NFL near a return, BetOnline has future odds on everything you can imagine. Season win totals, division odds, and championship odds. Make sure to visit betonline.ag on your computer or mobile device to join now and receive your new welcome bonus. I think you. I think teams are going to lean more on their assumptions, right? Yep. And and I just think that's good for guys like Patrick Robinson. You know, yeah, just, and just think about the veterans that like maybe like they don't have a great camp, but your assumption is he's a veteran. He knows what to do. He's going to get through the season, and so. Maybe you're more inclined to keep a guy like that than maybe bump him off because some UDFA yeah. that like looks awesome has had the time where you can really evaluate well, and say, I can't justify keeping Patrick Robinson because this UDFA is way better. Well, I wanted to I wanted to do we, we keep saying we're gonna get out of here, but I wanna make a point of this uh, and pitch the podcast if you're not if you're listening to this podcast and you're a seven dollar person or a one dollar person, you should get the you should bump up to ten dollars to get your booze bundle, but also to get Andrew's grades. And here's this is the this is the perfect example why you need to get 
to read Andrew's grades because Andrew graded the preseason games. He didn't grade them as extensively as the regular season game, games. But I remember Andrew was doing the preseason game and he called me after the last preseason game and he said, Ralph, I Shy Tuttle's got to make this team. He rocked it in that second half. I'm telling you, they're gonna. They're, he looked really, really good. They're gonna have a heart. And I was like, "What? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, who cares?" I was, like, I was banging that drum all of preseason. All yeah, you. Games. But you were banging the yeah. drum. But then, like, you not only the last preseason game were you banging the drum, you were like singing. You had the full orchestra behind you. Like, and Andrew, I can. Is it fair to say, like, if the Saints didn't have that last preseason game where Shy Tuttle played a ton, would he have made the roster? Uh, you know, I felt like Tuttle, I don't know, actually, because I feel like Tuttle did enough at every step to deserve it. Like he played well in every game. And so he, he, he was the one that kept showing up on tape to me as the, a backup. I'm just like, they, they have to keep this guy. But I feel like may, maybe there's going to be more weight carried on the, the two preseason games. So like if you do well yeah. in two preseason games, maybe that's enough. But I really felt like that fourth preseason game was like the cherry on top. Whereas like before I would have said, yeah, maybe they'll just put him on practice squad. And he's done enough to make the practice squad and they'll they'll keep him there and let him develop. But after that last game, it was like, no, like they they have to keep him. There's no way they can afford to lose this guy because he's too good and his tape is too good. And so because part of it is like, do you think you can keep the guy like are the other teams fooled enough? that he can pass waivers and you can put him on the practice squad, right? If you believe the guy has a future, part of that decision whether to keep him or not is how how at risk you are of losing him. And I I thought at the time, like, they're at huge risk of Shai Tuttle getting claimed if they cut him. So, you know, it's tough, though. No, I I think if he had done nothing in that fourth preseason game, he probably would have been cut. And um, that would have been a real shame because, you know, then we wouldn't have had you know, well, you know. Well, yeah, we wouldn't have had, we wouldn't have had, uh, we wouldn't have had um, this. <laughs> we wouldn't have had Germans yeah. cackling. I was, try- I was trying to set you up for that, but it. Kind well, of I don't have the, uh, I don't have the proper, uh, I don't have the proper sound. <laughs> I don't have the, pro- oh, I don't have the proper soundboard up. Sorry. <laughs> poor, poor um, host, poor anyway, hosting. Anyway. So getting back to running back, so to kind of put a bow on this, I I think this is a pretty established position. Um, It's I think we kind of know what the deal is here. Uh, To me, the most interesting thing to watch. I mean, if you're into figuring out who the fullback's going to be, I think that that's the most open battle and up in the air thing Mm -hmm. uh, to watch for. But otherwise, it's Ty Montgomery is really the X factor here. Just how he does in camp, how he does in preseason. Do we feel like he has a role on the on the team this year? Yeah. So, all right, guys, this was a preview of running back. This one is way longer than the other previews, like double the length. Enjoy it. Make your week going back to work start off on a good note. You have more Saints happy hour to get you through the day and avoid doing actual work. So thanks for joining us. Thanks for supporting us. And we will see you again tomorrow. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. 
My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. Yeah, I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. JJ has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.